Welcome to the Compliance Perspectives Podcast. I'm Adam Turtletow from the Society of Corporate Compliance and Ethics and Healthcare Compliance Association. Joining me from about 120 miles away in San Diego is Krista Wolf. Krista is Senior Manager, Corporate Compliance Communications at Qualcomm. And today we're going to talk about some very interesting things they've been doing with their Corporate Compliance and Ethics Week. First, Krista, thanks for taking the time away from your day to talk to us. Hi, Adam. Thanks for inviting me. I am super excited to have this opportunity to talk with you about what we do at Qualcomm. As am I, as am I. So what led to the creation of your Corporate Compliance and Ethics Week? Yeah, well, we ran our first Awareness Week in 2018. Um, And that year, (laughs) compliance did a lot to try to really uh, amplify the positive ethical company culture. Uh, Qualcomm was in the middle of an incredible storm of events. Um, You can read about it on our Wikipedia page in great detail. Um, We had a large acquisition that got caught up in a trade war, and after two years, we ultimately abandoned it. We had an attempted and failed very public hostile takeover of Qualcomm. We had some activist investors involved, um, and we were still in the middle of a lot of Uh, antitrust and patent litigation around the world and in the U.S. So um, (laughs) as you can imagine, the the company culture was was a bit odd um, and a little bit unsettling and anxious. So, you know, we saw this as an opportunity to really try to be part of the solution. So in spring 2018, we launched our company-wide ethical employee recognition program that we call Lead the Way. And in the fall of 2018, we issued our uh, newly rewritten and redesigned code of business conduct that also introduced um, our new company values. And then (laughs) shortly after that, we ran our very first compliance and ethics awareness week. Wow, that's a lot both going on around you and what, what you bit off and did for that first year there. But I really like the fact that compliance was seen as a way to sort of make the organization more stable and and restore the culture. Now, your focus when it comes to compliance, not surprisingly, is on protecting intellectual property. Um, IP is just a huge part of your business. And obviously, these days, there's a lot of attacks going on trying to get to it. How do you use the week to reinforce compliance in this area? Yeah, it is definitely a huge focus for us. Um, You know, we really tried to make the week's events purposeful. And, you know, not just to play games and win prizes, but to tell the story of why it matters to all of us, you know, and to Qualcomm, um, you know, and to help the company, uh, sorry, and our employees learn, you know, about our team and our mission. So um, we came up with a few ways to, you know, really hammer in the CCI is important and protect this at all costs. Um, So one activity we did, and we've done it every year in different formats is called Spot the Issue. So for the first two years, um, we took photos of desks in our offices with a bunch of non-compliant things on it. So expensive gifts to and from vendors, keys and badges left out, um, you know, passwords written on sticky notes, things like that. Um, And then in 2020, like everyone, you know, we switched to a home office setup, which brings a whole new pile of risks for CCI. Uh, exposure. So we did home office setup. So we had CCI printed on a home printer, left out for someone to see. 
Um, we had a to-do list out in public view that someone could walk by. Uh, I think we threw in, you know, a dirty mask on the on the desk or something like that. Um, and so with the photos, we asked employees to, you know, submit a survey that said, how many issues did you identify in the photo? Um, and then last year, we switched it up and we recorded a video of two employees having a conversation across Microsoft Teams. And one was in an office and one was working from home. Uh, so, you know, as you can imagine, you can hear the conversation if anyone walks by in, the, in your house. Um, and then we asked employees to watch the video and spot the issues they heard during the conversation. So um, that was one of the ways that we did it. Um, but my most favorite uh, CCI protection activity was called Who Left This Here? So we ran this our very first year. It was a ton of work for our team um, because it was a lot of hands-on um, doing things to get this accomplished, but it perfectly illustrated one of the risks that we saw across our offices. Um, we worked with our IT security department and we got a list of printers in offices around the world that had been flagged as having CCI printed from them. And so then I designed a document that was clearly labeled confidential and proprietary. It read something like, this is not a confidential document, but it could have been. Um, and it went on to describe that this was an awareness activity for compliance week. Um, and then it's, it went on to say, uh, please email us the date and time and printer where you found this uh, so we could track and see, you know, who was picking these things up and, and you know, who was really engaging with it. So five or six of us on our team, we split up this huge list of printers. And the night before Compliance Week launched, we blasted it out to all these printers around the world. Um, and interestingly, when we looked at the data that came back from the reports, um, we noticed that very few employees in Asia were reporting the document. And almost everyone in the Europe offices had reported it. Um, and then in the US, instead of um, taking the document and then shredding it, um, people put it back in the printer and left it for someone else to find. Uh, so anyway, that was a really impactful exercise. Um, it hit home for a lot of teams. Uh, they said they were using this as an example in staff meetings of, you know, to be really careful with what you're printing and where. Um, so now we have secure printing, so that's not really an issue anymore but we switched over to a partnership with IT security to do company-wide phishing tests. Um, so every employee gets an email that's a fake phishing test. It helps them identify phishing before they fall for a real one. Um, and then the IT security team then reports out levels of accuracy or failures by region and they publish it company-wide and, and then that continues to you know, raise the awareness and effectiveness. So, uh, well, and phishing is just such a huge problem. I got a bunch of follow-up questions. Two quick ones, just to be sure. CCI is confidential company information. Exactly. Okay. And then you mentioned that you took pictures of desks around the office. Did you stage those desks, or were those actual desks that you spotted? <laughs> no, we staged them. Um, we oh, made okay. it really clear. Like we found a bag from Tiffany and Company, and we we labeled it to my favorite vendor. Um, oh, okay. No, we didn't break into anybody's office, but that would have oh, been okay, good. <laughs> interesting right. to do. Now, I want to go back to something that you mentioned, which was that printing test. And I find it fascinating that there were such huge differences in response by region. 
How do you take into consideration global cultural differences as you plan out your activities? It's a challenge for sure. Um, most of the compliance team is here in San Diego at our headquarters. And you know it's almost too easy to plan in-person events here in town. Um, and unfortunately and unfairly, that means the rest of our offices tend to miss out on a lot of, of things that we get in San Diego. Um, and we're also a US-based team. So we, don't, we really don't know what works best in all of our offices. You know, we don't get to travel around um, as much as would be awesome to do. Uh, so we asked our experts. We enlisted the help of our ethics liaisons and our in-country compliance leads to help with content engagement um, and the promotion of the week. Uh, our ethics liaisons were introduced during last year's compliance week. And these are employees who have been selected by us uh, because of their continued commitment to partnering with compliance. And they're tasked with helping our team, you know, further strengthen the partnership uh, with the business and our regions. So they each accepted our challenge to push compliance week to our regions in the way that worked best for where they were and for their teams. And you know, the variety of techniques they employed, it really demonstrated that that was a fantastic idea. We should never assume that we know best. We should not just blanket push everything out to the regions. Um, you know, asking them what's gonna, what's gonna really make the impact was the way to go. Well, and it, it has, having a local feel makes it much more relevant. You do do things to add a little bit of fun to the program. What do you do specifically? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, we're starting with compliance. So, you know, really we needed to make an effort to uh, show people that it's worth paying attention to. Um, our employees are just amazingly busy all the time and, you know, to get their attention and get their participation for a compliance week, really, <laughs> we had to do something. So we started off by poking a little fun at ourselves. We call the week I Heart Compliance because hmm. why not? <laughs> Everybody hearts compliance, right? Yep. Um, <laughs> but um, our most fun activity, I think so far, is our meme contest. Uh, gosh, the submissions are brilliant. Um, we challenge our employees to create their best compliance and ethics photo meme. So to get them started, the compliance team uh, and our ethics liaisons create memes and we post them as idea starters. Um, we've seen, man, some incredibly creative submissions. We had one submission where um, someone was protecting IP from their roommate and he was acting like a bouncer and he was keeping someone out of the room. Hmm. Um, we had uh, somebody was putting um, like a blinder on their pet to protect them from viewing CCI, you know, or IP. Um, one of my favorite ones is uh, someone shredded a document at their home office and left it next to their roommate, which was a plant. Huh. Um, <laughs> so they said, we have to protect CCI even if your roommate is only a house plant. Um, so lots of people using children and their pets as props, uh, examples of what to do, what not to do, lots of pet shaming happening. Um, but it's, it's a lot of fun and it gets people involved and they get to, you know, have, bring a little bit of personality to it. Um, so we love the meme contest. We're going to keep doing that for sure. Um, and then lastly, 
the thing that we use to wrap up the week, um, we do awards and certificates and we hand out some program swag. And our awards, we call them certificates of awesome, almost awesome, super awesome, and super mega awesome. Uh, <laughs> so you get one of these certificates based on your level of accuracy and participation. Um, so some people have sent back photos of themselves with their almost awesome certificates while doing something like shredding CCI, you know, trying to say, you know, maybe next year I'll be awesome instead of almost awesome. Um, so they really appreciate it. They think it's fun. Um, you know, it just kind of keeps the momentum of the week going when we, when we hand those out. That's fun because it does also sort of demystify compliance and makes it much more approachable. Also, I want yeah. to applaud the person with a plant meme. I've learned never trust a ficus. Um, <laughs> I think they have a spider plant. <laughs> yeah, so finally, how do you plan on evolving the program over time? Yeah, geez, every year. So this is this will be our fifth year. I just realized we have to do something monumental for our fifth year. Um, you know, we think we can't top last year. Um, but the last two years, it really made us realize that you know, staring down a challenge is a really great way to innovate and come up with some great new ideas. Um, we had two years of mostly in-person compliance week activities, you know, with some online ones that we were posting on our website. Uh, and then 2020 came around. Um, and, you know, when we all went home in March, we figured, ah, we'll be back in November, piece of cake. And then obviously mm. that never happened. Um, <laughs> and so we had to flex instantly, you know, and figure out, okay, we are going fully virtual. Um, but that made us realize that we could really use this week to make the push to be more inclusive of all of our employees in all of our offices, wherever they are, since we were all everywhere. Um, you know, again, it's really easy to plan an in-person event, but to have to push that out to everyone that's at their houses, who, wherever they are, uh, it just made us, you know, more aware of the inequities that we see um, when you look at, you know, where people are in other locations. So um, I would just say moving forward, we're really going to continue to work with our local leads, um, you know, our in-country team members and our ethics liaisons. Hopefully this year we can do some in-person things, which would be really fun to do in locations all around the world, um, not just in San Diego. So that's that's really what we're going to head for this year. Well, fingers crossed for you and the world that we'll yeah. be able to do those things a lot more often in the coming years. Well, Absolutely. Krista, thank you so much for sharing these insights with us today. I want to thank all of you for taking the time to listen. I'm Adam Turtletop from SCCE and HCCA. I hope we're able to expand your compliance perspective.